And we are back in your lives on this October 8th, 2020. 2020 is almost over, thank goodness. Full gang here today. Always good to have the full, full squad here. Kyle, back from work. Me, back from work. Nick, Afro, Pat. Looking, looking casual as usual. Kyle, how's the how's the golf course been, man? Yeah, I haven't heard from you last week. How was your? You know, first of all, how was your mom's birthday? We wished her a happy birthday last week since we had to celebrate with her. Did you have a good time? It was good. We uh, yeah had a nice dinner. Watched um, yeah, what movie we watched? We watched the movie. I forget which one. Okay, well the family. Yeah, it was it was a good family intimate time. It was good. Now I have a member member tournament tomorrow at the golf course. Do you have a tournament at yours or no? Yeah, we had member guests. That was a couple weeks ago. But I luckily only worked the second day of it. So the second uh, day is like not hectic at all. It's all the first day. So I was in the clear. Rascal. Yeah. I The golf course work is good work. It's good money. Good money. But golf's not for me, man. Like Everyone's talking golf. I know nothing about it. So, But it was fun. I like the golf course. Nick, Pat, anything new and exciting in your lives this week? No? Doesn't sound like it. Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> Okay. Anyway. What's that? Pat. Oh, Pat's muted. Pat's muted. That was the problem there. Pat. Pat, you're muted, buddy. Pat. Oh, his headphones were out. Oh. His headphones were out. Okay. All right, Pat. We were just trying Sorry. to talk. Yeah, we were just trying to talk to you, but you were muted there for a second. I was just asking. Anything? Anything new and exciting happened in your life this week, man? That we need to get caught up on. Uh. Don't think too hard about this now. I joined a Discord um, that has like a bunch of uh, homework answers. That's pretty sick. Oh, okay. And you know, we've been playing a lot. Of, we have been playing a lot of Call of Duty. Me and Pat. New Call of Duty. Have you been playing it all, guys, or no? Retired. No, I've been playing PlayStation really. Wow, dude! This well, they came out with. They came out with season six on Call of Duty. They got this new sniper man. It's, it's overpowered. Don't play. Yeah, it ruins the game. Kind of. PS5, and I'm playing all my old PlayStation games on that shit. Oh, did I, you order one? Uh, what? Did you order one? Uh, order? No, I'm about to. I, I think I'm going to do it tomorrow. See, I don't know if I'm going yeah, to. I was PS3, and then I made the jump to Xbox uh, One. But I think I'm, I think I'm kind of leaning towards PlayStation mm-hmm. again. But I was the opposite. I went 360 to PS4. I just don't I know if I want, I, want to, I want to get the Switch. I, I don't know if I'm going to like game enough as I'm getting older that I want to invest all that money into a new console. That's that's the big Those thing. graphics look crazy, though. Oh, I know. <laughs> the, yeah. the, ones. the Steph Curry picture, that looked like I thought it was an actual picture. I did, too. That one I did looked too. really real. Yeah, I, that is a, one reason to buy it. But My TV just, isn't even good enough for the graphics. Oh, but you I'm going to have to buy a new oh, TV. Yeah. Oh, do you need a certain TV for these graphics too? Is no, that no, 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 that's not. Oh, I was gonna say, holy smokes! The graphics will be there. It's just like the image quality won't be as good. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I want to get like a 4K TV if I'm gonna be spending the money on this. Yeah, well, Are all the games gonna be in 4K. Yeah, probably. Oh, that's so. Dude, strange. they're gonna take up so much space. So much space. Yeah. Are you gonna go for the the digital one or the one with the disc? The one with the disc. Yeah, I would get the digital one. Oh, you're I only, games. I only, I only, you can I only play do the PS1 games on. I only do digital. Oh, fuck. I didn't even think about that, actually. PS1? No, you, can play PS, you can play any PlayStation game on that's this, this cool. console. That's, yeah, that changes my Wow, then maybe I will go play I have, like, 200 PlayStation games that I can't play because the like the systems are just dead. 
I then I'm probably I'm probably going PlayStation then. If that's if that's the case, because I'm not sure if Xbox. I haven't done any research on it, but yeah, I'm probably going to go PlayStation then. All right, gentlemen. Well, let's let's get into some sports then, as we always like to do. We have a couple topics today. Like we said, it's going to be a shorter episode. Okay, we're we're busy bees this week, so we're going to keep this one nice and short. NBA Finals. LeBron's up three to one. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be another gentleman's sweep. All right, boys, it's going to be another gentleman's sweep. Mamba jerseys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're wearing the Mamba. They're not losing in those jerseys. They're wearing the black Mamba jerseys for Game Five. Which is, is it tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Night. So probably, probably when this episode comes out, it'll be that night. LeBron. First off, I think LeBron's going to win MVP because I think he's outplaying Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis might be putting up a little bit more points, but I think LeBron doing everything better, except defensively. AD's been a killer on defense. By the way, fuck Duncan Robinson. I bet on him to make his first three, two games in a row. Two games in a row, first three rims out. Uh, There was no need for Tyler here to take that last shot at the end of the game. Yeah, I saw that. That fucked me, dude. Did you see that guy? I guess it was on Barstool where he had all the money on whatever, I guess it was the spread. And Tyler Hero, and he was going nuts, and then Tyler Hero hit the uh, shot, and he was just devastated. Yeah, Finer. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I felt bad for that guy. But anyway, the, the Lakers are going to win. LeBron's going to win MVP. And I think, we, I mean, we always agree. But let, let's, just, let's just reiterate this, okay? Does this solidify the Jordan – LeBron debate. Is he LeBron officially the GOAT? I said if he wins a championship in LA, he's the GOAT. Kyle, what do you think, man? What do you think? You seem a little shocked right now. Are you watching something? Oh, yeah, I'm watching the Bears. I have money on the Bears and oh, okay. Okay. Threw, okay. threw a pick. Yeah. But LeBron, yeah. I mean, I think that's what – I guess it would – I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's ever going to be solidified because people who think MJ is the GOAT are never – I just feel like they're never going to change – like their stance is MJ's the goat, and they have something against LeBron. So I don't think it's ever going to matter. But in my eyes, I think LeBron is the goat already. So yeah. See, I think everyone in our generation is going to think LeBron's the goat. Like once all the old people stop caring about basketball, you're not going to hear any Jordan debates. Because before Jordan, it was like Kareem and Wilt and Bill, all those guys, and they were the goats. And then Jordan came up, and all I'm sure all the other old old, old people were like. No, no, no. It's not Michael Jordan. It's this guy. It's Wilt. It's Bill Russell. Yada, yada, yada. And now our generation says, no, it's LeBron, not Jordan. And then the next generation, some other guy's going to come. I mean, who knows? Maybe like Luka Doncic with the number of C's puts up. Mm-hmm. And the kids are going to be like, Luka's the go. We'll be like, Luka, come on. Have you seen LeBron James? Mm-hmm. Like, but I th- ultimately, if I'm being unbiased, I really think LeBron's going to be the go. He holds like every playoff record, practically. The East argument's gone because he's out West now. He's been in like is this his tenth finals right in seventeen years? That percentage is ridiculous. He's probably gonna hold most regular season like he's gonna have so many regular season records. He might be the all time leading scorer. That would be making the best scorer in NBA history, at least one of them. You know, to me, it's it's gonna be LeBron James. And this move out west really solidifies it. And I would like to see next season too. Like, how long could he keep this run going in the West? Because it was a long, long time in the East. Where he was in the finals every year. Now, if he could do this out west. We'll see what happens because, you know, the Clippers, we'll see if they get a new coach. But it'll probably be Ty Lue, to be honest with you. Ty Lue will be their new coach. And then 
you know, Houston's still a problem, even though they're losing a new coach, D'Antoni. So, you know, maybe LeBron will have an easier path because all these top teams out west just have to get a new head coach and new system. So, who knows? But my eyes, LeBron's to go. Do I hear any arguments from the peanut gallery? Um, he's just definitely the stack goat. Yeah, stack goat. See, the thing is, Stephen A. Smith said this morning that he's played in the softest era because Isaiah Thomas, I think, came out with a statement that I think pretty much said LeBron was the GOAT. I, I didn't see the statement, so I'm not going to quote it exactly. And Stephen A. Smith kind of got all mad about it and said that LeBron James plays in the softest era in NBA history, which is true. It's a fair point. But I still think LeBron, he could, he's one of those guys that could play in any single era. So my guy is LeBron. That's LeBron. I'm going to stick with that if he wins tomorrow night, which I think he will. All right, yeah, guys. he's going to win. Oh, how about Jimmy Butler, though? Our guy, Jimmy Butler, playing very, very well in the NBA Finals. First guy ever to outpoint, out, out, outscore, out-rebound, out-assist LeBron in the Finals. He got, he got an Iverson game. Iverson-esque game versus the Lakers back in 2001. He stole the game. But, you know, it's going to be a gentleman sweep, so whatever. But how is Jimmy Butler? How are we feeling now? Our, our beloved Jimmy Butler, are, does this make you even more bitter, or are you kind of happy that Jimmy's made it this far? Pat, go ahead. Um, I'm, I'm kind of past the bitter phase. It's just like, it's just, he's just great to watch in the playoffs. I mean, we knew, we knew what we were doing when we, when we got rid of him and we paid for it. Like it's going to be a long time before this team is a, a title contender again. It's not this year. It's not next year. Oh, hold on, man. And Doc you... Rivers. I mean, come on, man. Let's be honest. Doc Rivers does not make a difference. Yes, he does. He makes a slight, he makes a slight difference, but he really, in, in all seriousness, like, he's not going to make the biggest difference when it comes to uh, winning playoff games and Ben still can't shoot. And Joel is, I don't even know what Joel did. I mean, he played well in this playoffs, but we had no one else. So, okay. I guess we're going to get off the, we're going to get off the finals for a second. We're going to just jump right into the doc rivers talk because I've, I've been trying to convince you guys that doc rivers is a good addition now. Well, first off, Kyle, you weren't here last week, so we didn't get your doc rivers take. So let, let me hear. Cause I know, I already know where you stand on it. Go ahead. Just give it Doc Rivers. Um, How do you feel about to, Doc Rivers? He's starting to grow on me because I guess, I mean, I have to let it grow on me because he's the coach here for like five years now. I just I don't know. I, don't, I think he's been a little overrated for a while, but I think he can do good bringing the best out of Embiid and Simmons. So that's good. But as long as the roster is like the way it is, we're not going to win anything. So it really depends on the front office. Yeah, I think that. I think that's fair. To it. I think that's a fair critique of the Sixers team, but it's not an indictment on Doc's coaching abilities. Because I think Doc actually gets a lot of a lot out of the like average players, like Lou Will balls for him, guys like that, like role players. I think they play play really really well for them, and Doc just kind of figures out how to use them. But I agree with you guys that this Sixers team, I don't see him beating Brooklyn next year. I don't see him being Milwaukee, but. And maybe two years or three years once Doc gets a good team with some shooters, maybe get Landry Shamit back. You know, Landry Shamit liked getting coached by Doc Rivers in LA. Maybe he comes back to Philadelphia, where everyone loved Landry Shamit, right? Everyone loved him. So maybe we get him back, get a couple more shooters around this uh, Simmons and Embiid duo, and Doc Rivers can work his magic. He likes to work the pick and roll, which I like. The pick and roll, I think, could work well. I really want to hope. I, I don't know though, because if Embiid doesn't roll and he stays out and shoots the jump shot, I'm going to go nuts. I want to go nuts. But anyway, I, I'm big on Doc Rivers. You guys know that. 
I don't know if you guys want to say anything else about this. I just want to get your take now that you have some time to settle in. Are you feeling a little bit better now? He's going to be better. Okay. I mean, like, right. he's going to be better than Brett Brown, but this team overall sucks. And we and we uh, we still have Al Horford, so. And we need to get rid of either – we need to get rid of Al or Al and Tobias. It's not going to be Tobias. It won't be Tobias, especially because Tobias has played – with Doc Rivers before, and he played well with him, like I said. Yeah. No, we, just, like, we can't have Al Horford making that much money. We can't. Yeah, it's just so we can't insane. get anyone else. That's Kyle. so insane, dude. How did we sign him to that? Kyle, because Elton Brand, that's why. So we, who, I want to know how ownership was like, that's a good idea. I'll 100 million, like 100 million. If I was oh. the owner, I would have been like, you're fired because you're a <laughs> fucking moron. Why the, is- the owner's a moron, too. The problem was that he played – he was good in Boston. Al Horford was really good I mean, in Boston. We have, a, we have a better center. I know. <laughs> I, I, agree point. I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm just saying I could see why they paid him. Like, they, they it was a panic going, move. It was know, a panic move because they couldn't get anyone else. No, that is true. That could have been a panic move because they couldn't get everyone else. But let's just rewind our, a second here. When this team was put together at the beginning of the season and you had Simmons, Richardson, Harris, Horford, and Embiid, Let's not pretend like everyone wasn't very excited about that lineup. Everyone was excited, and it was okay that we gave him that money at the time. At the time, everyone was excited that we have these two big men, two big men all-stars with Tobias, who's uh, uh, you know on the verge of an all-star, Ben Simmons, all-NBA, all-defensive def- all player, all-star as well, and then Josh Richardson, who proved early that he could ball after the, you know, the Butler deal. So when we first made that deal, everyone was okay with paying Horford. It's just that he hasn't put out – you know, it's, uh, he hasn't really been worth it. He hasn't been worth it. So now – a lot of people talk themselves into liking Horford, the Horford deal, because they had to, a lot like Kyle talking himself into Doc Rivers. Like, once you have him, everybody – like, if you're a normal person, you're going to be optimistic about it because, what, like, what's the point of being pissy about that shit? That's true. But, That's true. Like, so, like – It's just – if. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't imagine. I just don't get how a team in the NBA where everybody else is going the opposite direction of that. Everybody. Yeah, it's it's not so we had a hundred million dollars to spend on shooters, uh, bench players, you know, role players. Which because our bench is is probably one of the worst in the NBA. It's so bad. Yeah, it is, especially offensively. And we spent it all on one guy who's like thirty four. Well, here here's my thing is that. All right, you kind of said this, Nick. You said that the NBA is going the opposite direction of what the Sixers team was built of, with the big men and all that kind of stuff. Now, this brings you back to another Doc Rivers point. Doc Rivers said in his introductory press conference that he thought that the problem with the NBA right now was that everyone started trying to be like the Warriors. And really, you can't be like the Warriors. No one, because you're not going to have any shooters like Steph and Clay on every team. So it's, it's impossible. Probably the closest thing right now is Miami, and they're not close to being what the Warriors were. But he said you have to be the best you, which is kind of cliche. Like, but you have to be whatever you have, whatever – you know, if it's Simmons and Bede, you have to be the best Simmons and Bede, like, team that you can make it. And that's what will win you a championship, which I'm not sure if you're going to buy into that philosophy. If you said what you said, do you think kind of teams have to be like the Warriors to win? Is that what you're saying? Or do you think we could win with this team? Uh, I mean, I th- I think you could win without being the Warriors, but I don't think you can win being the Sixers. 
right okay. now. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. That yeah, makes sense. I, I, I that. Just, like, look at the... We have, I mean, I think you could, because we already play with two big men. We, one of them plays point guard. Sure. But he's a big man. Sure. So, like, when you add a third, there's just no room. And then, Josh, it's not like you have a knockdown shooter at two. It's fucking Josh Richardson. I mean, he's a good player, but he's not a knockdown shooter. Well, that was that was part of it that no one really talks about is Richardson and, and uh, Tobias were supposed to be, like, pretty pretty good, decent, like, decent to pretty good three-point shooters, and they just weren't this year. And, by the way, Josh Richardson was injured a lot of the year, too, which no one was really expecting. That dude was out a good bit. And along yeah, with Embiid yeah. being out and Simmons being out, I mean, of course, Philadelphia caught the injury bug. That's no surprise, but it was a letdown. It was definitely a letdown. I would say this, though, to hopefully settle everyone's maybe possible nerves, is Kyle's deal still out there, that Buddy Heel deal. Buddy Heel really, for some reason, wants to come to Philadelphia. And I have, I have no clue why. Well, I don't know what the attraction is with him in Philadelphia, if it's Doc Rivers, if it's Joel Embiid, if it's Ben Simmons. If he just thinks it's he's not gonna Sacramento, get... and he knows yeah. where he's exactly what we need. Yeah, that's what I was, it is. I was gonna say, I think he knows that he can get a bucket here. He can I get a bucket, sure. and everybody will love him because it'll be refreshing to watch a dude knock it down a jump shot after he created his own shot. Right, which is he's gonna be like the better version of everyone we have. Right, like he's gonna be better than probably Tobias and Josh is like making his own shot and knocking it down. Yeah, I'd love to see. I'd love to have him and have like Richardson come off the bench as six man. Would you say that Tobias Harris is worse or better than Buddy Heald? Tobias is worse. Worse, okay. All right. Yeah, for like without a doubt, he's worse. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch enough for Buddy Heald to to know. I know statistically, Buddy Heald puts up pretty good stats, but again, he plays in Sacramento where they have. I mean, De'Aaron Fox does he score a lot? I, I don't really know. I don't watch the Sacramento Kings, and they have a. What's his face? Marvin Bagley, who doesn't hasn't seemed like he's really been working out, considering the other players who were taken in that draft. I think it was like Aiton and and Doncic, right? So, yeah, I think if Buddy Hill came to Philadelphia, he would be a perfect fit. I just, you know, everyone gets that Philadelphia curse. They just they just suck, man. This is my problem with the NBA, though, for real. We're talking of free agents, is that if you're not Miami, Los Angeles, or I guess New York, even though New York team, like the Knicks suck. New York Knicks aren't signing anybody. But now Brooklyn, right? Brooklyn's like the new place you want to go in New York. If you're not Brooklyn, Los Angeles, or Miami, you're not getting a free agent. You're not a big name free agent, I should say. You're not going to get like when Giannis becomes a free agent, he's going to California, maybe like Golden State or something. California, Miami, or he's staying in Milwaukee, in my opinion. So – there's just not. There's no point in being like any other team. Like, well, I guess maybe Boston. You can get a guy like uh, what's his face, Kemba. But like, you're not gonna get the top top guys. My problem. That's my problem with the NBA. Is if you're not those those uh, big big markets and the nice weather. Not to say Philadelphia isn't a big market. Of course it is, but it's not great weather. You're not gonna get any good free agents. But whatever. I'm not gonna go into a little soliloquy here. Uh, I guess we can talk about something else. Pat, NBA draft lottery coming up, or dra- draft lottery, NBA draft should be coming up soon. I don't, I don't know if they have an official date for it yet. We'll talk more about that as it gets closer because it's going to be a weird draft. And I don't think anyone's really going to know what, what we want to talk about or what to talk about or what to expect coming with that draft. Let's talk week four of the NFL. The Eagles get a win. But while we're do- talking the Eagles, let's bring up the other scores from the week and see if anything stood out to us, fellas. Let's start with the Eagles. Like I said, 
We go to San Francisco. I was very pessimistic, as I always am, about this Eagles team. I was very negative about them. And a lot of people said they were going to sneak out a win. I think you guys may have been a couple of them. And we, we end up doing it. Now, granted, we had like, they had like the third-string quarterback in. But the Eagles got a win. We're 1-2-1, one, and one, and we're the first team, first, first place in the division, which I said I didn't want to hear anything about. Yeah. We look terrible. I don't want to go on a rant and say, oh, we're in first place because we still stink, right? But now I'm starting to get a little bit more positive because you see the Steelers we have coming up this week. They're 3-0, and right? But their wins were against the Giants, the Jets, and the Broncos, I believe, right? So three terrible teams. And that 3-0 against good teams. So they're 3-0. And I think that's a game we could steal. And then you get the Giants the week after that. So if things turn around and everyone's optimism pays off, we could actually be in the next two weeks three, two, and one. Which that's not, you know, all things considered, not too bad. That's, that's, a, that's in good shape. So how are we feeling about Wentz now? Because if you remember, you I was before stuck. the Cincinnati game, you said uh, you think it's like the next two games, like whatever happens in the next two games. And we tied one where Wentz actually looked pretty bad, but we still tied it. And then we won one where Wentz looked better. Still not great. Not great. So not great. He, he did, did throw a couple of interceptions. My Wentz take stays the same. He has, he's same. Been, yeah, he, he's disappointed me. He has disappointed me this season. But the thing is, like, I can't – I'm trying to – now I'm trying to get optimistic again. And I feel bad because I was so pessimistic and I said I'm not going to get my hopes up. But, of course, as a Philadelphia fan, I'm going to get my hopes up. He really has nothing to work with. Absolutely nothing. I mean, who, who was his receivers last week? Who were they? I, mean, I don't know, but he seems to play better with that. Starting receivers. That's one. Greg the one Ward. called the touchdown pass. Greg, I yeah. his name. Guy Fulgham. from Old Dominion. Yeah. Travis Fulgham. Fulgham, yeah. yeah. Fulgham. Yeah, from Fulgham. Old Dominion. And, and then Greg Ward, right? So he really has no targets to throw to. Goddard was out too, I think, right? So that he loses another big target of his. The line's all shaken up. So I feel bad, like, putting all the blame on Carson Wentz because he's not supposed to be perfect every game. I just, you know, I would love to see him. The thing is, we just had that MVP caliber Wentz out Super Bowl year, and we haven't seen anything close to that. I'm getting happy that he's running. Now, we had he has a bunch of, ru- bunch of rushing yards the past two games, and he got the touchdown last game, right? So – He's running a little bit more, which I like, because he used to run a lot and scramble, and he was electrifying, electrifying to watch. And he's starting to get back to that. He's a little slower. He's definitely he has lost to play that way, or else he's not yeah. going to be good. But he's definitely yeah, lost a step. Say that. The more he's running around, the better he is. I agree with you. I agree with you. But he has lost a step since his – I'm going to call it his MVP season. This Everyone knows what I'm talking about, even though he didn't win MVP. But since that MVP year – he has That's true. He's not as fast. Yeah, but he still he still moves well enough where it's yeah. like it's effective. Like he's still it, really good at making people miss. And here, here's the thing uh, with once again, I said he's kind of been a letdown again. I don't want to say he's a huge letdown because he has nothing to work with. The other reason I think he's kind of a letdown is because he has a couple of throws every game where I'm like, whoa, that was a really good throw. Like that one to uh, Fulgham on the silent, great throw. A hell of a throw. And then there's other plays where he just throws terrible passes. And I'm like, come on, what are you doing, man? Like, a couple of throws a game, you're throwing these dimes. And the other throws, you can't do it. And Wentz is like, I'm so back and forth on Wentz. I, I can't make up my mind on him because sometimes he drives me nuts. And other times, I love it. 
I love him. Last week we were saying he's going to play out his contract and then he's just going to retire. I mean, I think me and Nick said that and we were so negative on him and we we're saying he's done, he's washed up, blah, blah, blah. And now this week I'm kind of singing his praises. So forgive me guys. I'm going back and forth. Yeah, you got to use him up, use him up for what he is. Cause I'm, he's I'm, not going to get that much better. And like, he is effective movement, like running around and stuff. So if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. I mean, that's kind of expected. Like he's yeah. going to get hurt at some point, but you have to let it happen because that's why we draft Jalen Hurts, baby. <laughs> I just feel bad going back and forth and switching my uh, my take on him because now that's what Stephen A. Smith gets on Max Kellerman for us. He always switches his um, switches his take, and I feel bad doing that. I don't want to do that. But you have to understand, guys, that there's emotion involved here. Okay, I have, I have, I have emotion invested in the Carson Wentz. This guy was supposed to be like my savior, the savior of the Eagles team. I still don't think he's good. Like, I don't think he's a good quarterback. Still, I just like, I think he can be good enough. <laughs> oh my god! The thing is, I, I, when we that MVP year, we thought he was going to be like a top three quarterback in the league, and now we're like. It's tough to even argue with him in the top ten now. It's very there's so many good quarterbacks. The thing way. is, he can be good enough. Like he doesn't have to be great or really or anything. He can be good enough to win. We got so many. We got a million emotions going on about Carson Wentz. Yeah. There's so many. I, don't know, I just want to see him play with like the same group of guys for an extended period of time. Yeah, well, that'd be nice. Excited. I want to see him play with like a healthy offensive line and like actual healthy receivers for like. Yeah, yeah. To be able to create chemistry with like at least one receiver. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that that would definitely help. Like Let's somebody have... that actually has physical tools to be a starter in the NFL. Like no offense, like I mean John Hightower looks pretty good. Um and Travis Fulgham played well, but like there's a reason I mean John Hightower's a rookie, but like there's a reason Fulgham bounces around. So practice squad guys are practice squad guys for a reason. Now, now, listen, aside from the game, or aside from the game, aside from Carson Wentz, let's talk about the game. Was there anything that stood out to you where you're like, bright spot for the Eagles going forward? Uh, Singleton looked good. Okay. Yeah. All right. you know, I mean, that, I'm not going to give him a lot of credit for that pick six because I was, like, thrown right at him. But even he had some nice that, tackles looked, before that. He looked, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he played a good game other than that. But that's really where the game turned around because you scored those uh, two touchdowns, offense and defense, right after one mm-hmm. another. After that, the momentum kind of changed in our favor. So that could kind of have the defense and start coming up with turnovers. Speaking of turnovers, that's another thing we can mention about Wentz is he's like leading the league in turnovers. What's he have, like seven turnovers or seven interceptions at least? Not not holding on to the ball that's very like well. That's not him, though. Like, up to, his, up to this point in his career, he has never been like that. Well, the past couple of seasons, he averaged like – he had like seven turnovers. I know the fumbles, the fumbles were a problem, but it was never really the interceptions. For him. Right. I'm not sure if there was a interceptions or, or, or ter- total turnovers, but they had a graphic and it was like the past couple of seasons, he had seven turnovers the entire season or seven interceptions, whatever. Yeah. It was His rookie season, he had 16 or something. And just through four games, he already he's already back up to seven. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely – that's not him. It's definitely not him. Aside from his rookie year, it's not him. So hopefully he can watch him film and start to turn things around. I'm going to get optimistic again. I'm going to get optimistic, I know. But, you know, next week if we lose to something, if we lose to Steelers, you're going to hear me crying a river again. But for now, I'm a little bit more optimistic. I'm going to be excited for Sunday's game. It, it, you know, if it happens, you know, with all these – I guess Pittsburgh. I mean, smart, once right? again, we should lose to Pittsburgh. So, I'm not, like, I, I'm, sure. I'm not expecting anything. I'm not sure we should, man. Who would they beat? 
Maybe it doesn't matter if they beat. Yeah. They're just I a better team be a overall. Game. I mean, they are better. They they like right they now. have a good defense. They have pretty yeah. good off like pretty okay. pretty okay. good it's offense. It's gonna be hard to score on that defense. Yeah, it's you're bringing me. Out. You guys are you guys are bringing me back down to reality here. I'm not. No, I I, like yeah, like you can't expect anything. Like a 10, game. Okay, yeah, I don't want to get too optimistic then. If you guys are right, uh, I'm getting a little ahead of myself here with this Eagles team. I'm just gonna let myself stop in my tracks because. It's going to lead to a whole a whole rant next week. Anyway. That's, that should be for until we see we're proven otherwise. That should be the entire year. Like expect nothing, even against like the Giants. Expect nothing because we could lose to them. It's so easy to say that, but like we I said, know, that, I, like, I mean, I always talk myself into an Eagles win that they're going to win. Yeah, like, I think they're going to. I think they can win against the Steelers. I, I think so too, but yeah, I, I think don't think they should. But, like on paper, I think my lot will look good. Yeah, yeah I was way better that. than I expected. I don't. I wouldn't say good, but yeah. I mean, yeah. you and Pat were talking about that in the group chat. I knew, I knew this was going to happen. We're the only team that got suckered into signing Jason Peters. We should have just let him go, but of course, I'm sure again there was emotion involved in that. We brought him back, and we knew automatically he was going to get injured. Right, first off, he wasn't supposed to play left tackle, so he he starts off the guard, and then before the season starts, he's back at tackle. Right, he stinks. He he's really not playing well at all. He's hurt again. He should just sit out the rest of the season. I don't want to see Jason Peters in a, in a game for the rest of the year. Stick with my Lotta. Cause Pat, you said it in the group chat, man. You said my Lotta is only going to get better. Peters is only going to get worse. And yeah, I, couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Go I'll ahead, just Pat. say one more thing. We suck at realizing when like our guys that we're developing are ready. We suck at it. Cause we always play our trash. Like before, like, it was like Jalen Mills. We kept playing him no matter how bad he played. And then guys like Craven LeBlanc came in and Avante Maddox even like played well last year. Sure. Sure. And yeah. Like, we're like, well, why weren't we playing them over, over Jalen Mills? And for some reason, like they just keep going back to it. They love it. They love the trash. Right. Well, okay. Let's, I agree with you. I agree with you, but I'm not sure my lot is quite ready just yet, but he's, well, he's better than Peters. I agree. Better than Peters. And I'm a little bit more hopeful with him than I would be with Peters. Um, I want to talk about another team looking good right now. Buffalo Bills. They're four and oh, they, those, that team looks really, really good. They should win that division. Now they should beat the Patriots. The Patriots lost to Kansas city and Pat Mahomes and the crew, right? especially with Cam out, that was kind of expected. Vegas had changed that line so big when Cam was out. Um, but, yeah, Bills look really, really good. I'm trying to think of any other teams that stood out to me in, in week four. Saints finally got a win. And it looks like Buccaneers came back against the Chargers. Vikings got their first win. Bill O'Brien, let's talk Bill O'Brien. Uh, the uh, Vikings beat the Texans 31-23, and Bill O'Brien gets canned. Thank goodness, because I felt really, really bad for that that team because Bill O'Brien ruined it. Now, if I'm not wrong, I think Bill O'Brien dismantled that thing. Bill O'Brien had some GM responsibilities too, right? I think he may have been the GM. He was the GM, yeah. He was was the the GM. He was the GM and the head coach, and he got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. Terrible mistake. He kind of like lost the locker room. He just (laughs) lost the locker room, and then he's gone now. He's gone now. Apparently, JJ Watt like called him out for being such a bad coach. Here's the thing: he was fired. They don't have like a first or second round pick, and they're playing terribly. They're screwed. I mean, you can get good picks in like rounds three and four in the NFL, but when you get a guy in the first and second round, like you expect them to play, right? They don't have a first, first round pick. They're important. They don't have like a first or second round pick, and they stink. They stink. So that would have been a high pick. They're 
Bill O'Brien screwed over that team. And you know what they need to do now? I'm going to get your reaction. They got to trade J.J. Watt. They have to. Because J.J. Watt, they're not going to win there. And like They kind of do because, I mean, Deshaun Watson's going to waste the rest of his career. I mean, they're not trading. They don't do anything. They're not trading Deshaun Watson because that's like your franchise quarterback. They need, yeah, yeah. They, they need to trade J.J. Watt to get those picks back. There's no offense to J.J. Watt, but he's not going to – like. it's not like he's going to win you a Super Bowl by himself single-handedly, right? But you can get piece of picks for him that can you can build pieces around Watson and all that. All respect to J.J. Watt. Like, you're the man. You're one of the best defensive players in the league. But he's got to go. He's probably got to leave, leave, uh, leave Houston for if they're going to turn that around now. So – you guys agree with me? What's your take, Kyle? Yeah, I never actually thought of that, but that makes a lot of sense. Like, you not, you have to know you're not going to win. I mean, they've had a really hard schedule up to this point, but I still think they suck. So, you're not going to win the Super Bowl. J.J. Watt's getting old, but he can still help a contender. You yeah. might as well try and get, like, a first-round pick for him. And I really like the Houston Texans, like, because I like Deshaun Watson. I think he's a good quarterback, so I like to watch them. And I'm, I'm kind of happy that they got Bill O'Brien out of there because he really screwed that place up. And I'd like to see them turn it around because they still got some good pieces. I mean, the receivers aren't terrible, right? They have- not awful, but they're not great either. Like, Brandon Cooks is kind of like at the end of his at the end of his prime probably. Like- don't they have Fuller? Fuller looks nice. Fuller, but he's, yeah. he's hurt all the time, though. I mean, okay. he hasn't been hurt this In- year. Injury bug. He's been then, for me this year. They got one other guy, right? I forgot his name. He was they, like they, a Kenny Stills. Yeah, Kenny Stills, maybe. Maybe Kenny Stills, but yeah, they. No, I'm happy. Kenny Stills, I know. Okay, <laughs> well, I'm happy <laughs> that Bill O'Brien's going out of there. Was he on your bench? <laughs> no, I just watched their game. Backup for Will Fuller. Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy that the Texans got rid of Bill O'Brien. Uh, let's move to another team real quick before we get into buy or sell for the next next week. Cowboys lost to the Browns 49-38. OBJ had a breakout game. I mean, Browns put up 50 on this Cowboy defense. That Cowboys secondary does not look good. And I don't want to just rain, rain on the Cowboys and be, you know, because I'm an Eagles fan. But they really don't look good. Oh, I have a, I have a good point to make. They, okay, give me one second. They really don't look good. They're 1-3, and three, and really they should be 0-4, right? Because that fluke against the Dirty Birds in Atlanta. They just ruined it. They could have they could have Dallas 0-4 right now. Instead, they're 1-3, and three, whatever. But Dallas really doesn't look good, that secondary. That's the only point I wanted to make, but go ahead, Pat. So, C.D. Lamb was the worst possible pick for that team. They literally – like, they only did it out of spite of the Eagles – it's crazy. It's crazy how like crazy um, how nuts Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is. They did it strictly out of spite uh, for the Eagles and screwed themselves from getting like a cornerback or something like that. And now they're like, is there? I mean, you're seeing what's happening. They yeah, their offense is sick. But did they really need Ceedee Lamb in that offense after they already have Mari Cooper? Yeah. And now yeah. their defense is like probably one of the worst in the NFL. You're absolutely right. And they also have a lot of injuries. So, like, Leighton Vanner rushes out again, who always is – I think they always have problems at, like, linebacker. But their defense is a little bit injured too. But it really doesn't look good for them. Like, it, their secondary is garbage, man. straight garbage. Maybe worse than the Eagles' secondary was last year. No wonder that – I mean, the wide receivers have to have a field day in practice for that offense. The offense looks good. I don't, I don't think Zeke's – They are. Really I mean, <laughs> they're pretty good. Their offense is – Zeke really hasn't looked actually. that great, though, right? I don't nope. think he's been, yeah, yeah, Zeke. 
Oh, Zeke? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's been having a fucking sick year. Has he? Okay. Maybe it was this last game then. Maybe it was last game. I thought I saw something where, like, he wasn't playing well. But I haven't, again, I, I haven't he was watched like the, After week three, he was the number one fantasy running back. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm, I'm definitely wrong then. So excuse my point. Dak he might have played like shit last out. week, though. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't have, I haven't. Been out of this world. He's balling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you have that offense, it's like. It's not. It's not that hard, but still. Yeah, well, I, I'll forgive forgive my point about Zeke. Everyone out there, I don't want to come off ill informed like I did just there. But uh, yeah, the Cowboys' offense looks great. Secondary looks like garbage. They're gonna need to put up a lot of points per game to to uh to win games to win games because their their defense has given up many many points. I mean, the Eagles may even put up thirty five points on them for crying out loud. You know, yeah, that's nice. Travis Fulgham going for seven, catching seven for 170 that game. Yeah, I'm definitely picking yeah. him up for that week. Yeah, yeah. Bet, the, bet the over on, on Fulgham. And I'm picking up C.D. Lamb that week, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll definitely pick up C.D. Lamb. All right, let, let's move into buy or sell for uh, week five. I sent you guys the link in the chat like I do as always. Now, we didn't like the lines last week. Kyle, did you bet last week, do you say? I did, yeah. I did actually really well last week. Okay, very good, Kyle. I'm proud, yeah. happy for you. Well, we didn't do so well. The only bet of ours that was correct, I think, was my bet. I, I think I bet the uh, the spread on the Seattle game. So that worked. I think Pat and Nick, you bet Jaguars over Cincinnati last week. So we, we didn't do good last week, but we admitted going in that we didn't like the lines going in. They were really – they were pretty close. I also um, ended up betting the Eagles, and I won that. <laughs> yeah, I did too. I like why that was really I don't know why. It was like – yeah, it was like probably like a couple hours before, and I was like – Took the money line. I hit a parlay. I hit a four-leg parlay in the Seahawks-Marlins-Dolphins um, game. That was like a quick hundred bucks right there. Wow, Kyle. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. So let, let's, let's open up these lines this week. Because I, I kind of, I think I kind of already look. I haven't looked at them once. It's my first time looking at them, but I saw one right away that I, I liked, and it was the Tampa Bay. No, no, it wasn't Tampa Bay. Um, it, it was the Carolina Panthers and Atlanta Falcons. Carolina plus one and a half against Atlanta Falcons, who seemingly can't win a game. I'm taking Carolina in that game. I love the Temple, the Temple Panthers over there, the uh, Carolina Owls, whatever you want to call it. I'm taking them to, to beat that plus one and a half spread. Definitely, I think they're going to go down there and beat Atlanta. So that's my pick for the week. There's a couple other interesting ones. There's some big lines in here. Vegas uh, plus 11 and a half versus Kansas City. I, that might be fair. And then I think the Ravens one was big against uh, Cincinnati. They're, they're minus, minus 12. 12. Yeah. yeah, yeah Chiefs that. are minus 12 against the Raiders. You know, I have, they're at 11 and a half on, 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 uh, on well, on DraftKings. Uh, I'm, on, I'm on FanDuel. Yeah, FanDuel has them at minus 12. But, yeah, what are some bets that you guys like? I, I give you mine. I'm taking Carolina over Atlanta this week. Win yourself some money. Is there a good I like the Browns in the over in that game. Are you, what's the over for that? It's over 54? Yeah, well, FanDuel's 53 and a half. 53 and a half. Neither of those teams play any type of defense. That is true. Yeah, that could definitely that could definitely be a case. You're taking the over for Carolina Atlanta. Is that your official pick of the week for buy or sell? Um, okay, no, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna make a Cardinals minus seven because the Jets shouldn't be like less than ten point favorites. Oh, okay. against, oh, good. Against good anyone. 
Yeah, good pick there, Kyle. I like that one as well. Nick, you you just get a pick. Did you say something about the Browns and Colts? Yeah, I like the Browns uh, in a pick them against the Colts. Okay, they're plus one and on uh, some websites and plus one and a half on on FanDuel. All right, so. yeah, then I'll take them plus one, plus one and a half. I would take a money line too. Okay, and I don't Pat, think the Colts offense is good at all. And Pat, how about you? What's your pick of the week for buy or sell? You know, it depends on if Michael Thomas is back. Is he, do you guys have any idea if he's back this week? I do not. No clue. Mm-hmm. If Michael Thomas is not back, I'm taking the Chargers plus 290. Um, if he is back, then hold on. There's a spread that I like. It's minus 7.5 for the Chargers. Or the Saints. Yeah, I'm not going to take a minus – or plus uh, 7.5, but I'll take the money line. Okay. Um. And then, if that if Michael Thomas is in, I wouldn't take that. Um, and I'm gonna take. I'll take the Texans minus five and a half over the Jags. Okay, all right, not bad. I think uh, I think Deshaun Watson's gonna have to uh, rally his team together, get a win. Now let's just look at our Philadelphia Eagles real quick. Not that we're gonna make any official bets on this team, but we're plus seven versus Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh's obviously minus seven, so. How do we feel about that line? Eagles plus seven. We're going to lose by seven points. What do you think? Uh, I don't like how it's close. Okay. I, don't, I think that's like, <laughs> yeah, like I, don't, I don't like that it's just a touchdown because we were uh, we were a bigger underdog, I think, last week. And I kind of like being the underdog with this team because it gives them something to fight for. But We have like the second most wins as an underdog in the, however many seasons. I think Miami was the only one to have us – have more wins, and I think it's because they're an underdog every single week. But the Eagles have a lot. Eagles were the only team, I think, with a winning record as an underdog in the past several seasons. So we love, we play well as underdogs in Philadelphia, as we know. That's kind of what we embrace. But, yeah, yeah, okay, so that's buy or sell. Unless we have any other bets for the week, that that's mine. I locked in all all of our picks. Hopefully we win you guys some money. Again, don't hold us liable if we lose your money. Uh, that's the number one rule. But that's our betting segment of the week. I don't have too much else I want to get to, but except I, I uh, wanted to add something real quick. Uh, it's hockey, hockey-related. Nick and Pat, this is all you. NHL draft was a couple days ago now. You're going to have to tell me the, the, who, the, who the Flyers got. I forget the name off the top of my head, but apparently he's a sniper, right? Yes. Nick, Nick Pat, whoever wants to take over, go for it. This he's uh, he's kind of like Jeff Carter 2.0. Okay, what, what's his name? Tyson uh, Forster. Yeah, Forster. Tyson Forster. Uh, Tyson Forster. Okay, so uh, hopeful we good. Is he, when's he going to play? Is he going to play this season or what? No, no he won't no. play this season. Okay, He'll probably right. be to – I mean, maybe after next season they'll get, he'll make the team, but it'll probably be two seasons. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. We are very good at picking in the early 20s. We've gotten a lot of good players in that range. Um, and we just draft well in general, the Flyers. So I'm excited to see. I'm actually excited about it. Like uh, they got that fourth rounder, Zade Wisdom, who's uh, like buddies with Wayne Simmons. He's excited about him. So I'm ex- I don't know. I think, uh, I think they, they had a good draft. So we'll see. And how about that kid that went number one? He's supposed to be like stud. I saw a lot of gas about him on social media. I, again, I don't know the name. I wasn't following it that well, but yeah, cool. Anyway. Yeah, Alexa, Alexi uh, Lafreniere. He's a French fucking kid. Um, 
I don't like him. He's on the Rangers. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he's but, on the Rangers. Uh, so screw him. I don't know. I've been hearing about that kid since I was like a junior in high school. Like he's he's so nasty and he's so young. So speaking of junior in high school, man, that is what our draft player, like the guy we draft, that's what he looks like. Like a junior in high school. That he looks like yeah. he looks like a middle schooler for crying out loud. That kid does not look like how old is he? Twenty? Twenty one? He turned eighteen. He's not, oh, yeah, he's oh, eighteen. Okay. Oh, so he pretty much is a junior in high school. Yeah, he turned eighteen in July. Oh, okay. I thought he was older. I thought he was like our age and he just looked like a baby. And I was like, what the <laughs> heck did we just draft? So, okay. He's like, he has like a junior in high school. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, all the first rounders are like 18, 19. Wow. Okay. All right. That made total sense then. Cause I saw the pictures with him and the like the puppies that everyone was posting. And I was like, why did we just draft like this middle school? But hopefully he's <laughs> maybe he's like a baby faced assassin. Who knows? Um, there's not, that's not all I want to talk about with the NHL because obviously the season's over. Not much to talk about there. <laughs> There is some fight news coming up. McGregor has been going nuts on, on social media lately, talking about he wants to fight again in 2020. Was going to do a charity fight with Dustin Poirier. Apparently was in talks to box Manny Pacquiao. But now it's looking like he's going to fight Dustin Poirier for a second time, either in November or December. Are you guys excited to see McGregor back? Is I mean, come on, man. Everyone loves a good McGregor show. He's one of my favorite guys to watch. You guys know that. I'm totally pumped for a McGregor fight. No, yeah. do, you guys, do you guys know anything? Pat, you know, must know something about Justin Poirier, right? Um, I've seen him a little bit. He's kind of like, a, doesn't he have like a like kind of a wild style? Like he's well, he's a, he's a definitely. I wouldn't actually no. I wouldn't say wild at all. He you may have seen his fight against Khabib. That that's probably what I'm thinking because he he won the interim. Uh, lightweight title against Max Holloway and then he fought against Khabib and Khabib, Khabib beat him in, in three rounds. I think, he, I think he choked him out in Abu Dhabi. forget the actual event, but McGregor back in the day fought him when he was a featherweight at 145 and he knocked him out. McGregor knocked him out in a round. So, you know, now they've kind of progressed. They both Poirier became champion. McGregor, obviously, we all know his story. And now they're talking to fight again. It should be a very, very good fight. But I don't really want to talk about the Poirier fight if we if you guys don't know anything about it. Maybe I, mean, I think he should be fighting Tony. Who? T- Dust- Tony oh, Ferguson. Dustin. No, no, no. I think McGregor should fight Tony Ferguson. Oh, okay. See, here's the thing. Dustin was in talks to fight Tony Ferguson, but he couldn't. They couldn't figure out the contract. There's a contract issue with money, and Tony and Dustin were both like, "Let's get paid. Let's get paid. Let's get paid." And then the fight just kind of fizzled out. It wasn't going to happen. So this will get this will get Dustin Poirier paid, right? Which has Tony. Well, why Ferguson. wouldn't Why wouldn't he take? Which now has Tony Ferguson angry on social media. He's calling him a sellout. McGregor also off, also offered for the record five hundred thousand dollars to Dustin Poirier's charity called the Good Fight Foundation. Which is he's that's what he's like. One of the big things he's known for is his charity. He's a very charitable guy, and phil, uh, philanthropic, I guess you would say. So. McGregor, that's another reason he wants to take the McGregor fight. It was funny, though, because him and McGregor back in the day, like, that lead up to that first fight, it was terrible. Poirier said he never wanted to beat up someone so bad, and McGregor <laughs> knocked him out in a round. There was a bad blood there. Now it's like they're kind of being respectful for, respectful towards each other and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, there is a kind of drama going on in the lightweight division because it was supposed to be Dustin and Tony Ferguson, and now it's McGregor and Dustin, and Tony still doesn't have a fight. I just brought in Michael Chandler from Bellator, who our friend Eddie Alvarez fought twice, right, in Bellator. And, you know, maybe Tony Ferguson could fight him. Who knows? It's a big puzzle, but I think ultimately it's going to be um, McGregor versus Poirier probably in December is what I would bet. 
They offered it. They offered it in 2021, but both McGregor and Poirier say they want to fight in 2020. But I don't want to talk about this about this too long. If you guys don't know anything about Dustin Poirier, maybe once the fight becomes official and you guys can watch him Poirier highlights, we can pick pick who's going to win and stuff like that. But what I wanted to talk about is if you if McGregor fought Manny Pacquiao. What do you think about that? Like, do you think McGregor has a chance against Pacquiao? Because I, in my opinion, he did pretty well against Mayweather. I mean, he went ten rounds with him. I know I'm kind of being like the MMA guy here, this, and I thought he won a lot more rounds in the scorecards game. I don't think the scorecards really gave him any round, but maybe one, which I thought was kind of ridiculous. I would like, I would kind of want to see it. I would just like the spectacle of the event: Manny Pacquiao versus Conor McGregor, MMA versus boxing. Would you guys be into that, or is this be like, oh come on, a box, box is going to win the boxing match? What do you think, Pat? Um, I don't know. I'm not as hyped about it now. Like when McGregor like was when he wanted to fight uh, Mayweather, that was just like because it was like so unprecedented. Like it was crazy to even think it would happen. It was all just talk. But now, like I, I don't know. Manny Pacquiao is kind of irrelevant recently. Like, well, he's a champion. I think he's a champion. I, I haven't heard anything about yeah. him. Well, I'm yeah. in, bo- in boxing, everyone has a belt. Like, so many people have belts in boxing. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm pretty sure sh- – I'm almost – I haven't really been following boxing as much as I should have. I'm almost certain that Pacquiao has a belt right now. But All right, maybe, well, maybe not. I mean, I don't know. Because uh, wasn't Mayweather's last fight after that Pacquiao or, – or fight right before that Pacquiao? No, it wasn't. It was uh, – I forget the name. But it had, he had a fight between it. Yeah, fight. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, fight between. But uh, any anyway, that's. I just kind of want to get your take on that, Kyle, Nick. What, what do you think? Would you what do you want to watch another McGregor boxing match or no? Not into it. Yeah, I'd watch. I think he could actually win that. Just because I think. I mean, I don't really watch boxing at all, so he's definitely it's way bigger like than... opinion based. But I don't think Pacquiao's like he's just old. And I don't he's... see how he can be that great anymore. He's just old. I mean, he and I think McGregor has got a huge size advantage on him. If they, if they get the, cut the right weight and McGregor puts on weight overnight and the weight cut now of course it's going to sound ridiculous to say but i think we i think i'd be rooting for mcgregor there shout out to manny pacquiao i respect everything he's done but i would definitely be rooting for mcgregor to pull that off that would just be kind of cool to see him win a boxing world title and all that kind of stuff but yeah okay well i don't really have much to add to this whole entire episode so anything else you guys want to talk about are we going to cut this one sh- cut this one short all good i'm good man i'm i'm bait yeah, I'm pretty tired too. I have a long day tomorrow at the member member tournament. I'm working like from six AM until like seven or eight PM caddying twenty seven holes in the meantime as well, in the middle of my shift. Yeah, it's it's a tough one, Kyle. It's a tough one, I know. Kyle's yawning, Nick's tired, I'm tired, I've been working. Pat, you look tired too. We're gonna send some good energy everyone's way. We hope you guys enjoyed the episode. As always, we were brought to you guys by Manscaped, the number one leader in manscaping technology. You can use our code on their website, Seller Dwellers, all caps, no space on manscaped.com. That gets you 20% off plus free shipping. That's five percent from the each of us. Go on manscaped.com. Use code seller dwellers for 20% off plus free shipping. Guys, we will talk to you guys next time. Hopefully with some more good news about the Eagles and other stuff to talk about. Yeah, talk to you guys then. Peace out. Peace. See you.